0: Wake up, it's The Morning Motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome back to The Morning Motivation. I am your host, Brittany Daniel. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for fellowshipping with me, arriving. If this is your first time watching, hello. This is your daily dose of motivation where we just talk about God and all the great things and just learn Learn about life and just learn how we can make our lives better to co-create the lives that we desire with God through God's purpose, okay? Hope you guys are well. Uh, Hope you guys are, what is it, Wednesday? Happy Wednesday. Y'all, I'm officially one week away from my 34th birthday. That means it's my last week, my last full seven days of being 33, my quote-unquote what they call Jesus year learned so much about myself uh, this year and I hope that you guys are learning. I hope that you guys love your birthdays just as much as I do. Um, it's a it's a time to refresh. It's a time to clear out. It's a time for new energy to reflect, to just get overall better. So I hope that you guys are well and all of that. So today we are continuing our conversation about a purpose-driven life by written by Rick Warren. And if you've been around for the last seven days, we were on day seven. For the last six days, we have been talking about God's purpose for our lives, how we're supposed to align, what's important, what's not important. Again, this book is down below, linked down below if you uh, you want your copy. I am giving away uh, a book, free book giveaway this Friday. So if you would like to enter, go to BrittanyTheHost.com. The pop-up will say, enter here to win your free book, or you can go on my Instagram, in my Instagram bio at Brittany, the host. um, You can go ahead and enter to win your free book, the little widget jiggles. (laughs) So you can't miss it. Very, very good book. Um, If you are a Christian, this is the book, this is a book for you. If you are not a Christian, I still think it'd be great to read this book and just intertwine whatever faith or beliefs you have, but it does reference the Bible a lot. so. Like I say, with anything, take what you what you love out of it. Listen to the things that may sting you a little bit, and then toss out anything that does not resonate with you. Because at the end of the day, this is still a person, but a very wise one. Because this book is this book is heavy. And then we also have our handy dandy Bible here, which we will uh, read Proverbs. But before we get started, let's go ahead and say our prayer. If you are not spiritual or religious, it is okay. Or if you do not subscribe to the Christian faith, I hope that you stay around anyway. Um, because you can still learn something. And I hope that it's okay that I pray for you anyway. This is your first time watching. Go ahead and load up the live stream shout out so I can go ahead and shout you out. If you are a Patreon, uh, go ahead and shout you out. You guys, a Patreon will be up today. A new Patreon will be up today. Not up yet, but it will be up today. So if you are not subscribed to my Patreon to get a little behind the scenes, a little real, some other talks, conversations, then head over there. All right, you guys. So Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship through the internet. Thank you for giving us purpose, life, direction. Thank you for all the revelations and and just aha moments that we are having in our lives today or just in this time. I don't know about the rest of my audience, but thank you for all of the light bulbs and aha moments that you've been getting me, and I hope that you are that my audience is also getting those for themselves. I pray that whatever is stopping us from achieving our highest selves, that we remove those blocks, that we uh, overcome those blocks and we continue to do the things that are pleasing in your sight. In your darling son, Jesus name, I pray, amen. Amen, y'all. And if there's ever anything specific that y'all want me to pray for, let me know. I just pray that we have clear minds, clear hearts. Um, And in the midst, let me say this though, before we get started. In the midst of you doing any type of self-discovery, any type of reflection, say if you are thinking about something and you notice something about yourself that you're like, ooh, that's not good. I need to get that taken care of. I need to get that handled. Be gentle with yourself. Always remember to be your own best friend, right? You wouldn't beat your best friend up. So be careful when you feel like you've made a mistake. Be Be careful when you realize that, I talk to some of my friends or some clients sometimes and they realize that they've stayed in a relationship longer than they needed to, or, you know, I hear all the time, I'm so embarrassed that I let that happen. We're all human. We all make mistakes and we're going through all of these things, as this book says, to help us become better people, wiser people. And you sometimes have to go through things in order to become the person that you're they're meant to become. So don't beat yourself up. Don't be like, why did I do that? I'm so stupid. Why did I? You did it. It's okay. Acknowledge it. Let's let's look at what we can learn from it. Accept it. Forgive yourself. Ask God for forgiveness and we're going to move forward. There is no reason to stick around and beat yourself up. Good morning, Grand Rising. All right, head into the shout outs. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Elvis. Woo. Happy birthday, everybody. Shout out Elvis. Wish Elvis a happy birthday. All right, Leo season. Y'all Leos, hurry up. It's Vir- Virgo season's on the way. <laughs> happy birthday, Elvis. But good morning, such a lady. Good morning, Nana. Happy hump day. Good morning, lady. Intern, inter, lady. I'm just gonna call you lady. How about that? Good morning, Cooking with Raw. Good morning, Shador. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Touch of Terry. Grand Rising, KK. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Turquoise. Good morning, Aja. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, Norma. Good morning, Lynette. Happy birthday again, Elvis. Happy birthday. I love birthdays. So I hope this is a new year for you. So I hope that you're going in Wiser reflect on last year. What did you learn? What could you do better? How could you grow? What do you love about yourself? Please do some self reflecting. I think birthdays are the best time to kind of like push, restart, start. To me, it's like a new year. Well, it is a new year, a new birth year, but for me, it's like new year. So I hope that you are having a beautiful or you have a beautiful, blessed day today. Good morning, Melon and Honey. Good morning, Dia Dia. Good morning, Cooking with Raw. Pray, I pray for wisdom. Good morning, Cooking Monster. Grand Rising Jonathan. Today, you guys, I am going to be on Jonathan's podcast, your mentor podcast. So you guys subscribe to Jonathan's channel. I will be doing an interview today. Jonathan, is it live? We have an interview today, or at least we're recording it today at 1 p.m. Eastern. Let me know if it's live so my people can pull up. Um, but I'm super excited to be a part of his podcast. So you guys check Jonathan out. Good morning. Good morning, May. You guys are so wonderful. Thank you for uh, giving Elvis all the birthday shout out. Good morning, Desiree. I hope that you all are well. Grand rise, Grand rising, Kiki, how are you? And you guys really, it really does mean a lot to me that you guys show up every single day ready well, for me, for yourselves, ready to learn, ready to get closer to God. Like, y'all have no idea. So just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we're recording today. So we'll not be live, but you guys check out Jonathan's podcast. Um, check out his channel. Dope dude. Can't wait for the interview. It is going to be recorded, so it will come out later. And I also recorded an interview with Travis talking about work life balance yesterday. So you guys remember Travis? Check out Travis's channel as well that interview is coming soon. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome. I love my audience. Y'all are the best. The morning motivators are the best. If y'all aren't, if you ain't a part of the morning motivation crew, if you ain't part of the morning motivators, what you doing? Hit that subscribe button, you guys. Hit that like button. Also, if you are listening to the, on the podcast, please join us live 8 a.m. Eastern. I know some of y'all, I have y'all, I have clients in Australia. We get people from all over. So I understand that the time zone, time difference, uh, but if you can ever pop in or just shoot me, I'm gonna have something where you guys can like talk all all around the world because I would love to to hear where everybody else is watching from or listening from. All right, y'all. So let's dive into a purpose-driven life by Rick Warren. Again, it is linked below. If you would like your copy, if not, go ahead and enter for the free book giveaway going down this Friday. Yes, yo guys. Thank you, Nana. Do not forget to like the video because I'll be having so-and-so views, but, you know, a little bit of likes. You guys have to please like it. It helps me. It's reciprocity. I show up for you, y'all showing up for me, but also hit that like button. And I know some of y'all are watching it from your TV. Pick up that cell phone. Go to the video. Like the video, please. I would really greatly appreciate that. All right. So we are on Chapter 7 in A Purpose Driven Life. It says the reason, the reason for everything. We are digging deep for the reason for everything. It says everything comes from God alone. Everything lives by his power. Everything lives for his glory. Romans 11 and 36. It says the Lord has made everything for his purpose, his purposes, for his own purposes. And good morning, Venetia. It's all for him is what the book says. The ultimate goal of the universe is to show the glory of God. It is the reason for everything that exists, including you. God made it all for his glory. Without God's glory, there would be nothing. There would be nothing. What is the glory of God? It is who God is. It is the essence of his nature, the weight of his importance, the radiance of his splendor, and the demonstration of his power and the atmosphere of his presence. God's glory Is the expression of of his goodness and all his other intrinsic, eternal qualities. It says, where is the glory of God? So just look around. Everything is created by reflects his glory in some way. We see it everywhere from the smallest microscopic form of life to the vast Milky Way, from the sunsets and the stars to the storm and the seasons. Now, this is something that came to me the other day we're all made for his purpose and his glory one thing that baffles me <clears throat> and this is just a personal thing you guys let me know if anybody's like is there a god you know is is it true is it real we have to think about things like the human body right the human body is so intricate it takes people years to eat, to learn most of it right i don't think that there's any doctor that knows every single part. That's why they have specialists. They have brain specialists. They have people that work on your hands. They have um, people that work on your heart. Cardiologists, pediatricians for smaller children. There are so many. The body is so intricate. There are so many different facets and and um, sectors of the medical field because that's how intricate the body is. One little slip up in our bodies can make the entire system malfunction. The fact that we function, we breathe. Our heart pumps, the blood circulates, everything automatically. To me, is their true, is just a true. Um, <clears throat> what is it? What what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's evidence that God is real, because human beings cannot recreate the human body. They're trying with robots. They've tried to make things as close to human as possible, and they we can't with our brains, our knowledge. Even us knowing how the body works, we cannot duplicate the human body. People have tried. People have tried to save it, preserve it. Dupl- it just doesn't work. And and our bodies are so. If anybody's ever studied medical, I'm not a medical girl. Gore, blood, all of that stuff. No, I, I I gag. I can't do it. I'm not. I'm not that person. That's why God gives us certain gifts. Some people can stomach stuff like that. Like the people that be watching Dr. Pimple Pop Pu- Girl. I can't. I cannot. Cannot, but some people love that stuff, right? So God gives you different gifts and talents to stomach certain things because we do need people that aren't scared of stuff like that, so they can be doctors and everything. But just to think about how intricate the body is and how delicate our lot our bodies are, you know, like I said, one hit to the to the head in the wrong place, you're gone, or one bad incident or something going wrong internally the entire system malfunctions and shuts down. So if anybody's having any like, is God real? Is Just think about the human body or think about how the planets rotate. How is that even possible? It's not by circumstance, not by happenstance. Everything is intricately designed. And to me, that is for God's glory so that we understand and see how glorious and how uh, how amazing he is or how powerful he is. The fact that he can make something so minute. And what I was saying is if anybody's ever studied anything medical to my nurses, anybody in the medical field, y'all know when y'all are studying how detailed each little piece of the body is. I was looking at something on Pinterest and I think I was looking at iPads or something and and somebody was drawing their their notes in medical school. And just the eyeball alone, just the eyeball has like 10 components to it just the eyeball y'all. And it was like little small details. If you guys look at like bones, or if you look, just look in a medical book of how there are so many tiny, tiny details that we don't even see. If you don't study these things, if you have no idea, if you don't know, you just wouldn't. I, I had no clue that everything was so super detailed. It's like one tiny little piece and one tiny piece is missing. The whole thing falls apart. And I think he did that purposely to show us how glorious he is. How like you guys, as as much as y'all think y'all hot stuff, y'all can't be me and can't duplicate it. But it says, where is God's glory? Just look around. Everything created by God reflects his glory in some way. We see it everywhere from the smallest microscopic form of life to the vast Milky Way, from the sunsets to the stars and to the seasons. Yeah, how do the seasons change? man cannot duplicate that you know no matter how hard we try we can't manipulate the weather we can't make it rain not make it rain we can cultivate things we can we can make greenhouses you know we can we can turn on sprinkler systems but we cannot control the weather that's how uh if you just think about that just for a second cuz we we know right consciously we know but if you think about how how just how a baby forms inside of a mother's womb, how it goes from two microscopic pieces of a woman and a man to cultivate and, and multiply on its own with no help. Nobody has to help it. All the woman has to do is eat. If everything goes to plan, all she has to do is eat well. And, you know, she don't got to do nothing. If she don't want to just eat and the baby will continue to grow. That's that's if you really just think about it, just sit there and ponder that for a second. That's mind blowing to me. I don't know about y'all. It's mind blowing to me. Uh, Creation reveals our creator's glory. In nature, we learn that God is powerful and enjoys a variety, enjoys variety, loves beauty, is organized and is wise and creative. Very much so. The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of God. Throughout history, God revealed his glory to the people in different settings. He revealed first in the Garden of Eden, then to Moses, then to the tabernacle and the temple, then through Jesus and now through church. Well, you know, (laughs) we don't know. When was this book written? Hold on. (laughs) I know what he was trying to say. Uh, This book was written. Okay, so it was copywritten in uh, 2002. However, Rick Warren wrote this in 1954. So anytime you guys are reading a book, always go back to see when it was originally written. Because times have has it changed, right? But I do still with the right church, you can find glory. Um, but you know, you know. All right. So <clears throat> the book, let's get back to the book. Uh it says it was portrayed as the coming, uh, com- Consuming fire, a cloud, thunder, smoke and brilliant light in heaven, God's glory provides all light that we need. The Bible says the city. The city does not need the sun nor the moon to shine for the glory of God gives it light. Mm. Okay, it says God's inherent glory is what was he what he possesses because he is God. It is his nature. We cannot add anything to his glory, just as it would be impossible for us to make the sun shine brighter. I was watching something. I think it was Anthony O'Neill's podcast. And this is funny when he says we can't add to God's glory, right? And I think that there's something so, so beautiful about that. God already made you. Remember, we talked about it in earlier chapters. God already made you who you were created to be, right? from your skin type, your hair texture, eye color, race, uh, where you were born, size, everything, right? And when we talk about size or weight, it's always about health. It's not about a particular number, what feels good to you, what's healthy for you, right? Always. But size, anything, you know, he made your body type a certain way. He made it for his glory. And although I do not, and you guys let me know in the comments what you guys think about this, I don't knock surgery. I understand, right? I understand why people do it. But if we think about it, we are then changing what God has already created us to be. And I was watching Anthony O'Neill's podcast, and a young lady was talking about, Good morning. A young lady was talking about how she got surgery, or she wanted surgery, right? She wanted, she said, she was like me. She said, she was shaped like the letter I you know, flat in the front, flat in the back. And she said that she was praying about, you know, wanting a procedure done. She was like, I just want a little booty guy. Like, I don't want a, I don't want to, I don't want a whole lot of booty. I just want a little bit. just a little bit, right? <laughs> just a little bit. Cause you know, BBLs, the Brazilian butt lifts are on the rise in America. And, you know, we went through a stage where, you know, the bigger, the better, right? We went through like a a phase of that in America for about good 5 years i want to say maybe even longer for some the bigger the better but she was just like god i just want a little bit and she said she was praying about it and praying about it and praying about it and she said the thing that came to her was god told her i didn't give that to you to protect your ego he said if i wanted you to have that type of body i would have i would have created you that way and That made me think because I used to say that all the time jokingly. Like if God would have gave me the body I wanted, y'all couldn't tell me nothing. I'd be walking in rooms backwards. That's always a running joke because I'm very, very thin, very like a type, like shaped like the letter I, right? Very small, front, back, everything. And I've always felt like that. But we have to think, why did he create us the way he created us? Right. If we think that we're supposed to alter or change our bodies. For our glory, we could potentially be messing up the cycle or whatever was meant for us. So she was saying that she went through a way, she went through with the surgery anyway, even after praying and getting that confirmation. She said she was praying on the plane and still got that confirmation like, God, I really want to protect me in this surgery. I really want this surgery. He said, If I wanted you to be like that, I would have made you like that. I was doing, I'm doing this to protect your ego. And she said, she went ahead, got the surgery. And she said in a couple, I think months or years, she said it was all gone. Cause she was in, she's heavy in the gym. She's a runner. If you guys run, running eats up a lot of your cardio. You know, I mean, your cardio eats up a lot of the fats, a lot of the, the your muscle. If you are a thin person, when you run, you have to be very careful cause you just get thinner and thinner. You're not late. It's Okay. <laughs> okay, she Amber. Um, you just get thinner and thinner, right? And she said the whole thing just went away. And so she said she spent thousands of dollars and that doesn't happen for everybody, right? We see um, that that doesn't happen for everybody. If you ever do decide to do it, and this is not, no, I'm not, I'm not knocking nobody, do what you feel is best for you. However, just remember that we are putting ourselves in jeopardy and possibly losing our lives in order to achieve this aesthetic that's popular, which is now starting to change again, right? Trends go in and out, body trends go in and out, fashion trends go in and out, things go in and out all the time. It was a trend for, now I think it's going back the opposite way. And who's leading the charge? The celebrities, right? They done, They have the money to go take the booties off and take this off and, you know, uh, People appropriate culture, and they can take it off and take it on. Everybody isn't isn't financially stable like that. And for a culture who is m- behind financially, according to statistics, we are putting our bodies and our finances at risk for something that to get glory from other people when God already made us exactly who we were made to be and created to be. You know what? If you got attention from the wrong person and you married the wrong person because you didn't change your body type. Whole bunch of stuff, right? I'll get off that box because that's not important. But we're already made in his glory. We're already, you're already, the things you you like to do are there for a reason. Good morning, royalty. The things that you do naturally, you do for a reason. I was walking with one of my neighbors yesterday, and she was telling me how um when she was young, she would fix bikes and, and she made go-karts. And I was like, how did you even know how to do that? She was like, I don't know. I said, so you mean to tell me you just naturally just understood how bikes worked? And she said she because I was talking about I was like, oh, when I was little, we used to ride bikes all the time. And she was like, yeah, I used to bu- I built my bike. And I was like, you built your bike. She said, yeah, I built my bike. I would take parts from other bikes. And I built." I said, how as a kid did you build a bike? My brain doesn't even operate on how to put a bike together. She was like, I don't know. I just did it. And she was telling me about her go-kart. And I was like, how did you make a go-kart as a kid? That was my dream. I didn't know how to do that. She was like, I don't know. I just kind of, I fixed a lawnmower. I put this. I was like, that's a gift. Sometimes things that come so natural to us, things that we can't understand. We don't understand why God made you like that on purpose. You know, the reason why you can cook so good and it just comes you just from a feeling. Some of y'all can throw down off of a feeling. You just, you just in the kitchen and you be like, oh, that's enough. And you taste it and you be like, yep, that's good. Going in your cabinets. And they're like, well, how do you, you know, people asking you for the recipe. Girl, I don't even know how I do it. I just, you know, I just finette. I just do it. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Some of you all are naturally just the nerd, the, the kindest people in the world. And sometimes we miss we mistake how others treat us and mishandle us as something's wrong with us. God made you a kind, gentle person. We just didn't learn how to protect that, so some people take took advantage and got over. but that doesn't mean that you should change who you are. We just have to protect it a little bit. We just have to have a little bit more discernment and keep people fifty feet but it's so it breaks my heart when I have coaching clients or have people that come to me and say Brittany, I'm just I'm just a nice person and, and this person just did this to me and, and I just wanted to believe them and just because I'm just, I, and I was just, because you're nice. Why do I care about them still? And they did this to me and this, I said, because you're a caring person. God created you to care. God created you to, to be loving and kind. It's just in your nature. That's just who you are. Don't change and become a mean, nasty, you know, because one person mishandled you. You were made for God's glory. He made you exactly who you are because that's who you were supposed to be. So you could do great in this world for his glory. Don't change who you are to appease somebody else to be, you know, in this world. And I get it. As time goes on, things happen to us and they harden us. You know, they make us, they make us mean. We had an incident. If you're a Patreon, you know, where it makes people be like, I don't even want to deal with people anymore. But I tell people, don't change who you are because people mishandled you or they deceived you or they just didn't do their part. You know, you just got to be you just we got to use our discernment a little more. That's it. But you don't change who you are. You don't change the sweetness, the niceness, the caring person you are, the nurturer you are because of somebody else. You don't change your body type because for your whole life you were told you were skinny and now you got to be thick. Or Or you were thick your whole life, and now you're killing yourself to be thin. We got to be healthy, or you know you I don't know what it is, whatever the case may be. God made you who you are for his glory. There's a reason why you have your gifts and talents. There's a reason why some of y'all cannot be on camera. y'all thrive behind the scenes or in whatever aspect that you do. you know in social media. We see so many people who do so many great things that sometimes we attach their gifts to us and hold on to those and try to and try to do what they do because they were successful. That's what God placed in them. That's what they're supposed to do. Or maybe not. Maybe they're going rogue. Always remember that, too. Always remember that, too. When we admire people, when we see people. Are they really doing it? Are they really in God's glory or are they in theirs? Because the, the devil can give you gifts as well, y'all. Don't think that everybody's blessed by God. Every every blessing don't come from God. Well, I wouldn't even call it a blessing because if it's a blessing, it comes from God. Some things come because the devil be there to. Married men get. Remember, we talked about tests. Married men get tripped up all the time because all the devil got to do is put a little cute thing. Here she comes. The Bible talks about that. Remember, we talked about the tests? Y'all, we get tested all the time. We're supposed to have so much money, but guess what happens? Amazon. <laughs> guess what happens? Shopping, she, she in Fashion Nova. It's taking our money because we just giving it to them. You know, we're supposed to, some of us supposed to have a whole lot of money, but we can't control our shopping habits and all of that stuff. And I'm not beating nobody up. We got to work on the things that we need to work on, right? But there's a reason why you're interested in the things that you're interested in. There's a reason why you love fashion. There's a reason why you love medical field. There's a reason why you love kids. There's a reason why you'll watch a a YouTube video, but you won't create one. You know, so I think that that is very important for us to know that we are created for his glory and his purpose. Thank you guys for the comments. Uh, Lexi said, hey, Lexi, what about those that think that they are too far gone? uh due to laziness and procrastination ooh i am writing an ebook for people like this i'm writing an ebook just for you all anybody that feels like they're too far that they they've strayed too far away that they've given up you can always come back you can always get back on track god does not leave us nor forsake us we do that we'd be out there in the wilderness like i'm going to just figure this out by myself you are never too far away to get back on track. It might take you a little bit. It might take you a little bit. I'm so glad you asked this question. I have an ebook dropping next week. How to stay consistent and disciplined and I talk about this in one of the one of the short chapters. It's a very easy read, straight to the point, give you all the meat and potatoes right up front, no fluff. It's not a whole bunch of st- uh, Get get I'll be like get to the point. <laughs> get to it. I got a book coming out for y'all next week. But no, it's never you're never too far gone or lazy. And you, everybody goes through seasons. And that's why we have aha moments at different parts. It's never too late. If you're still breathing, if you are still alive, if that means God is not done with you, you can always get back on track. You may have you missed an opportunity, maybe. We can't cry over spilled milk. We can just say, you know what? I don't want to miss anymore. So it's all about a decision. And in the ebook, I give you guys step-by-step ways on how to, to overcome this. But let me just, and I'll say this. If there's something that you want to do, right? I will say this. I think I do. I say this in the book as well. If there's something that you want to do, and I heard this from Gary Vee. And you decide to be late, like say if you're, say if somebody give me a um a task. Somebody give me something. Somebody give me a task. Um. Say you want okay, I'll do this. Say you you have a business that you want to start, right? Say you have a business that you want to start, right? I'm so happy for her. Say it's a business that you want to start and you've been putting it off, 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 right? Or you should be working on your business, but you're watching TV. You should be working on your business, but you are on social media and you've been saying you want this business forever. Two things could be happening. One, you don't believe in yourself. So, subconsciously, you're sabotaging what you're supposed to do, which take you got to work on the self esteem, which, if you need help with that, I am a one on one coach. And this isn't just saying I'm a one on one coach, I'm a coach, life coach. I will help you through this. Or you really don't want to do it. It's just something you saw or you think that you're supposed to do, but literally, you don't want to do it because if anything that we really want to do, if there's anything that we really want to do, y'all, ain't we going to find a way to do it? If you really people, y'all, the things that I see us accomplish is like astonishing to me. I'm just like, we can do anything. We choose whether where, where our thresholds are. I see people, I see black women traveling solo and to all these random countries. And I see people going to Colombia, can't speak a lick of Spanish getting their teeth done. I see people going to this country to do this and we can do amazing. I see people scale their businesses to multi-million dollar businesses. We can do anything that we wanna do. Now, is it easy? No, it takes steps. Again, in that book, I give you a a process of how to break down your goals step-by-step, right? So if you're having trouble with that, hit me up. I'm a life coach. Let me know, I got you. But the book is coming out next week for for this particular reason. But there's two things going on. Either you don't feel worthy, you don't feel like you can do it, which you got to work on your self-esteem, worth, and all of that. Or you really don't want to do it. And that's okay. We have to focus on what we really want to do because if we really want to do something, we're going to make it happen. You know, like I'm so happy for Adrienne Bilong. She said, I'm going to be a mother. Period. She didn't say. How it was going to happen, she said she went through cycles of IVF, miscare, all types of stuff, and she now has a baby by surrogate, and because I'm a huge fan of the real, if y'all, if y'all been with me for a long time, y'all know how much I love the real, if y'all were with me in my New York days, how much I love the real, super happy for Adrienne and her husband. We will make it happen. She spent five years trying to conceive a child. And then she was just like, you know what? Okay, this didn't work. This didn't work. This didn't work. Persistence, persistence, and and, and just making up your mind, deciding that this is what I want will help you overcome this. But I do have an ebook to give you guys step-by-step on how to overcome laziness, procrastination, all of the things that get you to your goal. It's all about mindset, but it's never too late. Never too late. Never too late. Royalty said, yep, that's why discernment and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you is important. Absolutely. So when you're, when you have decided on something, I also say this in the ebook, you've got to pray about it. You have to pray about it and and sit with the feeling that you get, right? When you pray and you're asking God for discernment, see what feels, it's an internal thing. You got to tap in with yourself. You have to be very self-aware. You have to be very spiritually inclined. You have to talk to God consistently. It's that Holy Spirit. It's our discernment. It's our internal alarm clock. The same way it goes off when people are shady to us or somebody's cheating or whatever the case may be, and you can't quite put your finger on it, but you feel it. It's the same thing with our goals. We have to pray about our goals and see if what God is discerning for us. See if that's really in your scope. See if you really supposed to be over there playing that game because it's all about his glory. And we want to make sure that we don't get off track and it leads us steps away from our purpose. Because that's really what it's all about. At the end of the day, no matter what we want, we have to always revert back to God's purpose. That's our true north, our north star. If anybody's been in the military, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, there's a if you guys look on a compass, The way that you always orient yourself on a map, my military people know this, you got to figure out where north is with your compass and then you alter your map. So say if we're camping, say if we're camping, right, this is the map. If I have a compass and north is pointed that way, I have to orient my map. I have to turn my map around to where it's pointing north so I can be in the right direction. Right. I have to make sure that I'm headed in the right direction. And when we pray and we ask God to uh, reveal and discern things for us, that's what happens. You get reverted to your true north. So always remember to come back to God before you want to start the business, before you want to get be with somebody, before you start the job, before you hunt for whatever the case may be. Pray every step of the way. Make sure God is leading your steps. And how that feels, there's a little bit of peace that comes with it. It feels right, right? It feels right. And sometimes you you make a mistake or maybe not. Maybe you were supposed to turn right, even though you needed to go left, just so you can learn a lesson. So don't think that every step is going to be perfect either. You can pray for something, ask God to discern and He'd be like, or you'll get in, a, in your spirit, uh-huh, go ahead. That's what you're supposed to do. And everything falls apart. and You're like, but you, I prayed about this. You told me to go this way. I, I, I asked you. And then he'll sit back and be like, because you were supposed to. You needed to learn that lesson because I tried to teach you over here, but you wasn't getting it. So you had to learn that lesson. Okay, let's get back on track this way. And you like you have to scrape your knee along the way. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall. You're going to trip. You're not going to always get it right or you are going to get it right because you're supposed to learn that lesson to be better in the next the next sector, the next piece, the next phase in your life, you know. Elvis says, preach, dear. Thank you. Amen. I needed to hear this. Some people can be so bitter to others. And the thing is, when people are bitter, people are mean, people are nasty. You guys hurt people, hurt people. There are a lot of hurt adults in this world, you know, and a lot of our hurt and our pain comes from our childhood being emotionally neglected. There are a lot of people that haven't went to therapy for, their, for, for things that our parents did, mom, dad, and it's Everybody. You can be doing the, the most the best job in the world and you still might, you know, do something to make your children or whatever feel away. You know, no parent has a guidebook. Everybody's just trying to figure it out. Now we're breaking generational curses and trauma and things like that. But there are a lot of hurt people on this planet. There are a lot of people that haven't dealt with their emotions and their mental state. You know, a lot of people numb themselves with drugs, alcohol, pills, a whole bunch. There's just a lot of hurt people on this planet. But don't ever let a circumstance, a person harden you to where you take the the, the things that God has made you and we revert it out of his glory. It's not about perfection. It's not about perfection. It's about being who God continuously calls us to be. All right. So I'm going to read a couple of things and we're going to get, I'm going to get back to the comments, keep loading the comments up. Just a few little highlights. It says we bring glory to God by loving other believers. And I'll take it a step further, loving people in general, because Jesus wasn't a Christian. So he loved everybody. It's not about only loving your kind or only loving people that are in your religion. It's all about being a believer and I mean, excuse me, it's all about loving people. So I will say that. We bring glory to God by being Christ-like, by not judging others, by loving others, by being kind to others. Even when people do wrong by you, you know, even when people do wrong by you or maybe they don't understand why you've made certain Always be kind, at least try to. It's hard. It is hard because we're human. But try to be as kind as possible that you can. Um, we bring glory to God by serving others with our gifts. There's a reason why you are the way you are. There's a reason why you like the things that you like. There's a reason why you're good at what you're good at. There's a reason why you're a great accountant. There's a reason why you're great with numbers. There's a reason why you can read the way you like to read and you enjoy plants. And there's always a reason for everything that God has God has created you to be. All of it is stems for a reason. There's a reason why you're stubborn. We got to work on it. (laughs) There's a reason. Always a reason. We bring glory to God by telling others about him. Continue to talk about God. That's why I talk about God here on this platform. I feel like we're supposed to because we're, it's a lot of, it's a lot of societal things are trying to shove God out of the conversation all the time. No, it's okay if we don't all believe the same things. I'm not here to tell you what to believe. That's not my job. I'm not making anybody do anything, but my job is to talk about it. So I feel like those conversations and you guys showing up, it really means a lot because I hope that the conversation just doesn't stop here, that we continue to have these conversations in the world and out there. Okay. Thank you. Y'all ready for the ebook? Yes. Dropping August 24th, my birthday. Uh, yes. Okay. Royalty says, woo, you talking about me this morning. Got my own business. Got to get out of my business. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm not, but that's just really what it is. It's either we have to figure out what's stopping us, what's holding us back. Not knowing, not feeling worthy, not feeling valued, not feeling that our gifts are important. Because a lot of times we overlook our gifts. I say this all the time. We overlook our gifts and our talents because we feel like, oh, that comes easy. That comes so easy. That can't be it. And that's what what it is. That's normally where your gifts lie, is the things that come the easiest to you with the least amount of effort. That everybody's like, how do you do that? And you're like, what? That's easy. We overlook our gifts all the time because it's so natural. So natural. Some people are great with children. Some people are great with dogs. Some people are great with running a business. Some people are just great with marketing. There's so many different things that people are just naturally gifted at. Some people are great speakers. Some people are great. And sometimes our gifts and our talents still have to be cultivated. You still have to nurture them, grow them, get better study. You know, some people are just great with empathy. Some people are great, Lord, just there's always greatness in everybody. You just have to tap into and, and, and really take time to reflect on yourself. You know, what, what does this look like for me? How does this, how is this like, what is this like for me? What does this look like? How does it make me feel? Royalty says, prayer is key. The Holy Spirit is my unseen partner leading and guiding me and doing God, God's will in the earth and is as it is in heaven. Absolutely. Actually, that's exactly where I am. I'm, it's not perfect. No, it's never going to be perfect. Never. You can, ne- I don't care how much you get right. But that's another thing too is um, sometimes we get stuck on trying to do everything right. You know, just do your best. Do your absolute best. If you can, if you, at the end of the day, if you can, if you can look at yourself and say, did you do your best today? And you were like, you know what I did? Or no, I could do better. Just the next day, do better. All it is, is gradual baby steps of getting better and better and, go- and better and better. Thank you, Percy. Good morning. She Amber says it's definitely hard, but never, never do bad because of bad. It will come back on you in some way for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. It will always come back to you. Always just try your best to do as, as best to people as you can. And sometimes you're going to do things for yourself or some things that you think are right in the moment, and they're not going to be understood. They're not going to be appreciated. Or and, the, and everybody doesn't have to. Understand that everybody's having their own experience. So your intentions may be great. Your intentions may be pure. Your intentions may be um, to do the right thing or to be honest or to be whatever the case may be. Everybody doesn't always, isn't. it may not always get it and that's okay. But you have to discern for yourself, were you doing it out of spite, out of love, out of get back? Or were you doing it because you really genuinely thought that that was the best thing? And if your heart and your intentions were pure and not of evil and not of deceit or not of, I call it being grimy, then, you know, you have to be able to, to rock with that. That's okay. Because um, everybody's not everybody's not going to, to know how you think or feel or your true intentions. But as long as you can sleep at night knowing that your intentions were pure, even if it hurt somebody else. And not intentionally, but unintentionally. And again, we have to handle people with care. We have to handle each other with care. You know, I I don't like when people are like, well, I'm just brutally honest. Who made you the queen of just truth or king of truth that you just got to say what you want to say, how you want to say it? There's a way and there's always tact. Because people don't remember what you say. They remember how you made them feel. A lot of the times. So we do need to handle each other with care. Everybody's sensitive, y'all. Everybody, men, women, everybody's sensitive because nobody who wants to be talked to crazy, who wants to feel like crap, who wants to, you know, where a lot of people are insecure with what they're doing or no, everybody's trying to figure it out. Nobody has it all figured out. Nobody. There are CEOs that are going to wake up today and like, how am I going to do this? I'm operating this huge business. How am I going to make this work? Nobody has all the answers. So be gentle with ourselves and we have to be gentle with one another. Okay, because you have no idea with, with, with what you could say or how you can say things can really damage somebody. So we have to be careful with our words and what we say. And it's hard because we have things like social media where people say the craziest things. And if you like me, you'd be wanting to pop back. Sometimes I pop back and I go, oh, delete. <laughs> Ready why you say that? Delete. That was wrong. Delete. <laughs> Especially on TikTok. TikTok is like a loud Twitter. Ooh, chap. Um... I love the real, I hate that it ended. I know. I thought I was going to be a host. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Ooh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Percy says, yes, Brittany, I agree. You can talk for a whole hour. You make it look easy and it's not my strength. I would run out of words. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And yet everybody has a gift. This is mine. This is one of mine. This is absolutely one of mine. I appreciate that. Absolutely one of mine. Um, But it's still not easy. You know, don't ever look at anybody's life or situation and be like, wow, they have it so easy. You don't know what people, y'all. Some of the stuff I go through off camera, behind the scenes. I know I'm here, the morning motivation queen and all of that stuff. But I go through things too, y'all. If you're a part of my Patreon, if you know, you know. You know. I go through things too. I don't always get it right. I'm still working on myself every day. I make mistakes. I don't always say the right things. I don't always give the best advice. I don't always um you know, I I I, str- I have struggles too. Where I'm a human just like you. You know, I just have been given the gift to help. I've been given the gift to understand when people come to me with a problem, I can kind of figure out where their pain points are. I can get people to get their goals together from point A to point B. I can help people structure their thoughts and think differently. I really think I miss my calling of being a psychologist. I might even go back to school for that. <laughs> I really need to go back to school for psychology because I love helping people. Love helping people. It, that's my gift. That's one of, no, excuse me, that's my purpose. Helping people is my purpose. My gift is through communication. And thank God I have the internet when I was, when you know, because I wouldn't be, if the, if I was born back in the 70s, wasn't no internet, <laughs> ain't no show. Uh, if either you get on TV or you don't, you know, so I'm just very blessed to be able to do this now. Thank you, God. I wake up all the time and I'm like, thank you, God, that you had me, that I was born when I was born so I can be grown when the internet came so I can talk to my people through the internet. But never put anybody on a pedestal, y'all. Not even me or anybody because everybody falls short of the glory. Everybody. I help all the time. Love it. Um, But I also go through my stuff as well. You can make your own real show now. Yep. (laughs) That's what I've done. Morning motivation. This is one of them. Hopefully, you know, it grows and grows and grows. Um, Hopefully it grows. All right. So let's go to the... um, It says, what will you live for? All right, we're going to wrap this up. We got about eight minutes. Living the rest of your life for the glory of God will require a change in your priorities, your schedule, your relationships, and everything. In the ebook, I talk about schedules, okay? I, I give you tips on how to properly structure your schedule everything else. It will sometimes mean choosing a difficult path instead of an easy one. Even Jesus struggled with this. Knowing he was about to be crucified, he cried out, my soul has become troubled. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But, oh, Father, save me from this hour. But for for this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify thy name. Jesus stood at the fork at a fork in the road. Uh, would he fulfill his purpose and bring glory to God? Or would he shrink back and live a comfortable, self-centered life? Could you imagine that? What if what if because Je- they said Jesus knew, right? He knew he was, he was, his life was coming to an end. What if Jesus just dipped? <laughs> like, it's it's not funny. But if you think about that, right? After the Last Supper, everybody sleep. And if Jesus would have been in 2022, gone. Everybody waking up. Where'd Jesus go? Jesus gone. Go. Jesus in Mexico. <laughs> That's hilarious if you think about it. Y'all, my 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 sense of humor. Anyways, just imagine that. Imagine if he knew that sacrificing his life would, would save the rest of us. But he decided just to dip. He just decided, you know what? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Not funny, but it's funny if you just if you just think about it. Like, go back in time in your mind. He's be like, you know what? I knew what I, I know what I'm supposed to do. Well, I'm gonna slip out the back door. So Jesus stood in the fork as a, in, at a fork in the road. He would f- would he fulfill his purpose and bring glory to God, or would he shrink back and live a comfortable, self centered life? You face the same choice. Will you live for your own goals? comfort, pleasure, or will you live the rest of your life for the, for God's glory? Knowing that he has promised eternal rewards. The Bible says anyone who has whole, who holds on to life just as it is. Wait, excuse me. Let's start that over. Anyone who holds on to life just as it destroys that life. But if you let it go you will have it forever in real and e- real and eternal. It's time to settle this issue. Who are you going to live for yourself or God? You may hesitate wondering whether you will have the strength to live for God. Don't worry. God will give you what you need if you just make a choice to live for him. The Bible says everything that goes into a life. Of pleasing God has been miraculously given to us by getting to know personally and intimately the one who invite invited us invited us to God. Right now, God is invite, inviting you to live for his glory by fulfilling the purpose he made for you. It really, it's really the only way to live. Everything else is just existing. Real life begins by committing yourself completely to Jesus Christ, if that's what you believe. Um, If you're a Christian, uh, yourself to Jesus Christ. If you are not sure you have done this, then all you need to do is receive and believe. And the Bible promises to all those who who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become a child of God. Will you accept God's offer? it says first believe believe god loves you and he has made you for his purpose believe you're not an accident believe that you were made to last forever believe that god has chosen you to have a relationship with jesus who has died on the cross for you believe that no matter what you've done god wants to forgive and then it says second receive receive jesus receive the lord's favor receive his forgiveness for your sins and receive his spirit Who will you give your power to, to fulfill your life's purpose? All right. So it says the thinking, it says, ponder this point. It's all for him, meaning God, a verse to remember for everything that comes from God alone, everything lives for his power and everything for his glory. The question to consider today is where in my daily routine can I be more aware of God's glory? Where can I, where can I, you know, set more intention to live for God's glory? Make sure you guys hit the like button to subscribe, please. Brittany, before you go, the Jamaican accent though, will you hear, will we hear that again? Of course. It comes out depending on what I hear. Because I didn't grow up in a Caribbean household or a Jamaican household, but certain things like Wagwan, like when I'm around people, I'm like, "Wagwan, it's airy." You know what I mean? <laughs> it's only certain things. I I don't have the dialect down. I wish I did. Thank you so much, the Happy Housewife. Yes, you guys, make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. If you guys uh, subscribe to my Patreon, a Patreon video is going up today. Do not forget to um, order your book. Link is down below for Purpose Driven Life if you want to order it and read it for yourself if this book speaks to you at all. If not, you can wait for Friday to see if you win the book giveaway. And you have to be live in order to receive it. So make sure you guys show up in order to receive your book because I will not hunt y'all down. (laughs) And she said, Wagwan, Wagwan, Wagwan. I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day, grand rising. Um, Make sure that we are doing it for the glory of God. Make sure that we are in his purpose, walking in his purpose, doing the things that are pleasing in his sight. All right, you guys, I love you guys so much. Do not forget to give this video a thumbs up. I will catch you guys bright and early tomorrow. Have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. Bye y'all.